the issue is present whenever the depositors come, whenever they smell that there is a liquidity crisis on the horizon. And absolutely, this can snowball. In fact, um, as more banks are having these issues and they're being absorbed by JP Morgan's and the other trillion dollar balance sheet banks here, there could be some contagion that goes on with this. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, can you do me a favor? I really want to help you with trading. And the easiest way for me to do that is by heading to secretinvestingbook.com to get my book, The Secret Investing Book, totally free. All you're doing is covering the shipping price. And we'll send you this book that exposes 13 virtually unknown secrets to take the guesswork out of trading. So grab your copy now at secretinvestingbook.com. Be sure to like, subscribe, and watch all of our past episodes. Hello, I'm Brooke Holes. Welcome to the program. For more, let's bring in Chris Yule from 10 Minute Stock Trader. Chris, great to have your company. Obviously, it's all happening in the US when it comes to cash. Certainly not king, it seems here. Brooke, I tell you what, there's been so much going on lately in, uh, in the banking sector, and, and I have firsthand experience working with a lot of financial institutions. And right now, a lot of people are putting a lot more pressure on these institutions to make sure that they can keep their depositors happy. Because as we've seen, there's a lot going on, right? We're looking at uh, what was the second largest bank failure ever a couple months ago, and now what is a, uh, a new version of the second largest bank failure ever. And really what's happening is that the Fed's kind of drunk on raising rates, really. I mean, every chance they get, Jerome Powell and his team are there just hitting that button to raise rates every chance they can. And now banks, and other institutions, they're the ones that are having to pay for this because every time they raise rates, Britt, all those investments that they previously made at the lower rates become less valuable. So as rates rise, the value of their investments goes down. And if members are looking to withdraw their deposits and they have to cash out those investments, what used to be 100 cents on the dollar is now 70, 60, or even 50 cents on the dollar. So this is putting a lot of pressure on the financial sector as a whole, and for those institutions who are looking for longer-term uh, uh, investments and trying to get just a little bit more yield over the last few years, they're paying the price right now for sure. Absolutely. I love how you say drunk on raising. That's so funny. But we really are interested to know, can the U.S. actually run out of money? Or, you know, is Janet Yellen really just, you know, making a storm out of all this? Well, right now, I know that there's a lot of talk about the U.S. debt ceiling, and, and this seems to be happening over and over again. Year after year, there's another debt ceiling limit. And in fact, I think you and I discussed this months ago, where I said it's almost like they have a, a credit card limit. And every time they're hitting the, uh, the credit limit, they call up their bank and they say, hey, can we raise this up another, I don't know, $4 tr trillion or so? And uh, the government just continues to pass it. And uh, in all reality, they don't want there to be a stoppage. They don't want the US to run into a debt ceiling limit. 
uh, in reality. But at the end of the day, the only thing that's going to make a difference is if we can stop spending so much, start paying down that debt. But worldwide inflation, worldwide um, cost of everything going up, I mean, realistically, that seems like a very high hurdle to jump over. And uh, maybe Jerome Powell can, uh, can do enough with his inflationary button pushing to bring down that uh, the U.S. debt and we can stay under that debt ceiling. Yeah, certainly. Sounds like my partner there. He's always saying, stop spending, stop buying online shopping. It's just 10 times bigger or 100 times bigger, in fact. Let's talk about the second biggest ever bank collapse. You were mentioning that earlier, you know, spooking the financial system. But I'm really interested to know, do you think this could really have a snowball effect for investors who, I guess, are really looking for signs of weakness in the broader banking sector, not only in the US, but also Europe? It could have a snowball effect on there, too. Well, this is something that's systemic, right? Britt, whenever you deposit your funds into an institution, they're going to do one of two things. They're either going to make loans with those funds or they're going to make investments. Just like anybody else would, banks and credit unions and everyone else, they make investments as well. What happened here is that they got so used to these low rates that in order to capture any sort of yield, they had to go for longer term. And now those longer term investments are losing value once they have to go liquidate these. And at the end of the day, if they don't have to liquidate them, they can hold these to maturity and it's not an issue. The issue is present whenever the depositors come, whenever they smell that there is a liquidity crisis on the horizon. And absolutely, this can snowball. In fact, um, as more banks are having these issues and they're being absorbed by JP Morgan's and the other trillion dollar balance sheet banks here, there could be some contagion that goes on with this. This, this could uh, becomes somewhat systemic. There are plenty of institutions out there, though. I'll, I'll put it this way. There are plenty of institutions that were well ahead of this and were well positioned to take advantage of rising rates. But at the same time, the ones that weren't, they're the ones that are having these issues right now. Certainly right, Chris. It's always a pleasure to chat with you. We could go and talk about this on and on but as as always we will have to leave it there for now but i'm sure we will catch up soon and i'm sure more developments will come from janet absolutely thanks for having me brit hey don't forget to grab your free secret investing book over at secretinvestingbook.com while it's still available